When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to the BBC Good Food podcast with me, Barney Desmazri, and food writer, author, and YouTuber, Chetley McCunn. This was recorded live at the BBC Good Food show back in November. Welcome to the BBC Good Food podcast. Our BBC Good Food podcast is called My Favourite Dish. So we've been asking people if they have one dish, one dish that really evokes uh, memories of childhood, something that is ultimately comfort, something that you smell, some, uh, a smell, that, 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 the smell of the dish cooking that brings you back to childhood, or just something that you could say is your favourite dish. So, so one dish that really... There are so many, it's so hard to choose one, first yeah. of all. But I think the one dish that I absolutely love um, growing up and even now is a good northern Punjabi-style chicken curry. Absolutely love it. Um, so we are Punjabis and um, that's how my mum cooked it, a proper North Indian-style chicken curry. Um, and that's how uh, I remember eating it and it's just, just the most wholesome dish. So Punjab, as you said, is in the north. Yes. And it, it borders onto Pakistan. Yes. And it's where things are really slow cooked. So it's where we get a lot of the tandoor cooking, right? Yes, yeah. yes. So it's a lot of uh, tandoor cooking. The focus is a lot on breads. So naans and parathas. And they call the Punjab the, the bread basket of yes. India. Yeah. Oh my God, yeah. you know a lot about I've Indian food. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so it's... Uh, Kind of, uh, it's something that my mum cooked, um, and I remember the flavours, and it's just, and it's quite a simple dish to prepare, but it tastes absolutely amazing. And so, talk us through it. So, what, what's what's different from? It? Is it tomato based? Is it is it coconut based? It wouldn't be, would it? It'd be it'd be neither of those because it's in the north. So yeah, so uh, none of the really North Indian dishes have no. coconut in them, and uh, it's just a really good base of onions and tomatoes with tons of garlic and ginger green chilies um, and then it's kind of cooked and reduced to a really nice masala paste uh, with then you add the chicken pieces to it but the chicken is always on the bone always on the bone we i never had boneless chicken curry in india growing up just never had because i think the flavor comes from the bones skinned or skinless Never use skin chicken as well. Uh, uh, chicken with skin on, it was always skinned. So there was never skin, but always on the bone. So you make this base of, 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 of onions, of chili, you add the chicken. And where does the, where does the sauce come from? So actually, then uh, you could, there are two ways. Sometimes my mum would marinate the chicken in yogurt and spices. Um, and sometimes she would add just the chicken and then yogurt to the curry as well. So that's where the sauce comes from. You can add water, uh, but I tend to not add water because the chicken kind of releases so much liquid and it's just moisture from the yogurt that you really don't need. 
extra liquid in there. This is a dish your mum would have made? Absolutely, yes. Uh, we didn't have chicken curry a lot because my dad's a vegetarian and my husband's a vegetarian as well now. Um, and it's just we eat a lot of vegetarian food. So chicken curry used to be made on special occasions and or a weekend or something. So it was quite special growing up, a special dish. And it's exactly the same now. We don't make it very often. So when it's made, I'm like so excited when I cook it. And how is the, chick the chicken falling off the bone? Oh my God, yes. So you cover and then you cook this slowly for an hour. And they're not massive pieces, but, uh, and what I like is to buy a whole chicken and cut it into pieces. So it's not just thighs or just drumsticks. It needs to have everything in it. And yeah, I just go to the butchers, get the whole chicken chopped up. And then you cook it for an hour and it's just, it just literally melts. The chicken just melts, but it's not dry. It's just beautifully moist and um, delicious. Um, what would it be eaten with? What, 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 what in your memory is it, is it served with? So we would eat it with rice and chapati. We always had chapati and rice for our lunch and dinners. I don't do that. If I'm cooked chapati, I would never serve rice. Like I choose one or, one or the other. But yeah, it goes really well with plain rice, just steaming hot basmati rice. And is this a dish you now make yourself? Absolutely, yes. Yeah. And a dish your children like? Love it, yeah. Fantastic. And um, and is this, is, is this, so when you try this curry, it, it brings back memories of, of being in India? Yes. So my mum would make it um, in ghee as well, which is uh, clarified butter. But I don't make it so much in ghee. Um, but when you cook this in ghee, the smells, the flavour, the perfumes coming out of the kitchen are totally different to when you cook it in oil. Um, and that's what I remember, kind of homemade ghee, cooked chicken curry. Just so good. Oh, fantastic. And if I had to ask your children the same question about the food you cook, yeah. if I had to say to them what's their favourite dish from, from, from mum, what would it be? Um, so my kids would both like different things. I think my daughter would love a rajma, which is a red kidney bean curry, which is also a North Indian Punjabi dish. And you soak it overnight and you cook it in a masala of onions. And my son loves the... I call it yellow paneer because that's what he used to call it when he was little. And if I've made that, it's his day is made. He loves it. Yellow paneer. Yeah. The cheese. <laughs> um, and is, 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 uh, is Sunday lunch a big thing in your house? A very big thing, yes. So you all get together and what sort of foods, if, I, if you were to invite me around for Sunday lunch, what sort of foods could I expect? So it, it would be mostly Indian food, but because Sunday lunch is the only time we all kind of get together in the whole week, that's the only day. So it could be a brunch or a kind of late lunch or dinner. One meal is a big one. So I would either make a puri alu, which is a fried, deep fried breads. Uh, served with potato, tomato curry. How do you get them to puff up? Because when I've had them, like that in itself is a skill. And, I, and, and the best ones are puffed up like balloons. How, how, what, what's the skill to getting them to puff up like that? I think one of the things, the key things is you make the dough and you let it rest. If you won't let it rest, it will crack up, it won't puff up. So you let it rest for at least half an hour and then you have to have kind of a bit of thickness because if it's too thin it doesn't have enough dough to puff up so I think these couple of things you need to make sure you get right yeah and so we, you'd have so talk us through the Sunday lunch again so so it could be uh, puri alu uh, or it could be rajma rice or it could be a biryani so it could be something that takes a little bit of time to prepare but at the same time or deep fried or something special how do you make your biryani 
Oh, I love biryani. Um, so I cook uh, semi-cooked chicken and I semi-cook rice and then I layer it up with onions, fried onions, some rose water, a little bit of fresh coriander and mint. And then to, for the ease of it, I'll just stick it into the oven because then you can cover, leave it. Yeah. Cover, obviously, cover it and leave it in the oven for, you know, half an hour, 40 minutes. And then you just get this steaming hot chicken biryani. Absolutely. But all those dishes sound absolutely amazing. Thank you very much, Chetna McCann, for talking to us Thank for the you. BBC Good Food podcast about your favourite dish. Thank you. Thanks so much for listening. For more recipes from all our favourite chefs, head over to bbcgoodfood.com. And to find out how to get tickets for our summer show, which runs from the 15th to the 18th of June, head to bbcgoodfoodshow.com. 